It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to Brown Luchetti Pod. I'm your host, Ben, and today we have a very, very, very exciting, happy, tremendous, whatever adjective you want to throw in front of their show. My voice is gone <clears throat> because of how much I've been screaming <laughs> all around my living room. Um, but Liverpool have beaten Nottingham Forest. One goal to nil. Thank you to Darwin Nunes once again, saving the day. And me and Mike and the comments are going to be here to uh, discuss all things in that game. Of course, Darwin Nunes' goal at the end, but there's a lot to get through within this um, little podcast. So, um, yeah, before we get into it, please make sure you do check out our podcast sponsor, yourfootcard.com. Amazing company, amazing guys, amazing people. They've done really, really well with us. Um, you know, we've got our own discount code as well, TAT Pod, which can save you 15% off your order at checkout. As you can see, if you're, if you're little ones or even yourself really are into Ultimate Team, they are the best gifts you can get. Um, amazing quality and amazing prices. So please do check them out. Mike, how are you, bro? Um, same as you, mate. I think I lost my voice for a good uh, good couple of minutes after that final whistle. Um, yeah, stunned. Absolutely stunned. Uh, I don't think, uh, I don't know about you, but when we got to the 98th minute, I was starting to make uh, make peace with the fact that I didn't think we would get three points in the end. Uh, and I can be quite positive during a game, but... Yeah, just stunned is the only word I can think of. Uh, I don't know about you. I mean, what was your reaction? Talk to me about the final whistle. What were you like? Final whistle goes, what's happening for you? Just overjoyed me, to be honest, because yeah. I, I don't think if we drew today, we would have like meant out of it or anything. There's still so many twists and turns that can happen. But I think it would have significantly harmed their chances because if, say, I think obviously City's the next game, you beat them now, we go four ahead. If it was mm. a draw today, if we beat them, it would have only been one ahead. So um, this changes a lot for me. This just shows that, you know, it doesn't change a lot, actually, because I knew this team anyway from games like this all season long. It's happened the same way. Liverpool need a goal. We score a goal. We get the win. How many times, Mike, have we been hearing people lose their minds at half time? people melting down? And maybe sometimes rightfully so. But you've just always got to have it in the back of your mind that you should never, ever, ever write this team off. And I was like you, Mike. I thought today could be the day where maybe it's just one step too far. Maybe it's just 
getting away yeah. a little bit in terms of the players we got on the pitch, you know, the physique of the, the players and the fitness that they had and all of those kind of things. But no, absolutely not. You should never even question um, those guys on that pitch. And they showed us again today that they can just get the job done regardless. Um, do you want to say yeah, something no, before I get into some comments, mate? Well, yeah, just, 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 going on, just going off the back of that, I think I actually tweeted out in the 98th minute, which I very quickly deleted, um, that this might have been one game too far, because I think this would have been our, our fourth, I mean, it was our fourth game in 11, 11 days. The fitness issues that we've had with the squad, obviously, are very well documented. You know, people listening in are very aware of that already. But just with the squad that we had, I thought potentially maybe this was just that one game too far, and I'd have held nothing against them for it. It would have been... I think as a fan base, after everything settled down, we would have probably been quite understanding, just going, yeah, we've been you know shafted by injuries, a lot of games, a lot of minutes played in the last you know 11 days. It's not a good result. We move on. But to, to get the winner in the last minute, it just, you know how I was at the start of the year. You know, I was, I was pretty tentative to say whether this was going to be a special, special season or not. But yeah, I'm, I'm all aboard the train now, man. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm in the deep end with it now. Uh, just to just to the point where you just feel like this is um it, it feels like a script has been written for us in a really wonderful way, uh and we just every time a door comes up we just seem to find a way to knock it down. Yeah, exactly. And this is not um you know for any new listeners or viewers. I have been trying to get this out of Mike for a long time. You know, <laughs> up until it was I think it was when we played City and Arsenal. It was that sort of period where we had those two yeah. tough games. I was like Mike. We're in a title race. We're looking really good. And Mike was like, no, I won't say anything until after those yeah. games. And it looks like after what Mike's seen from the kids and Mike's seen this team do from game to game with yeah. all the injuries we've got, he's fully invested now. Um, let's get into some comments before we do get into the game. Sonny says, yo, what's up, mate? Um, up the Reds, of course. It's weird on my own. Well, you're not on your own, mate. You're with us. Um, so uh, you're all good. Um, new. <laughs> don't know what that means but all right go on also, i hope you're good dan says wow i think that's all you can say really wow you know at this team when um, you get results like that when it wasn't a great performance in fact it was it wasn't terrible performance but i just think it was just very lethargic um and you still win the game that's all you can say question mark says you never walk alone um where's exclamation mark mate see if he wants to come in the in the in the chat um dan says not all heroes wear capes yeah and darwin nunez is certainly a hero 10 says McAllister needs to be studied. My yes, to you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Dan says Nunez is special. Jerry says up the Reds. FPL Lucho says Nunez greeting. Uh, Dan says I won the giveaway from them. Oh, you absolutely did. Class. Um, Tan says Mac is special. And George Shamakov says Darwin. Hey, George, Thank you to everyone you. leaving comments. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure you like the stream. If you're watching on Twitter, give it a little retweet or a little like. Helps mm. the algorithm out a little bit. Pushes the pod to more people. Mike. Let's get into this game then. Let's talk it, about it. Um, you see this lineup again. I think I always ask this question: yeah. Is that as we could have gone with? And also, just going past the lineup as well, we see the likes of Darwin Nunes, Endo, Soboslai back on mm-hmm. the bench. That was nothing but a boost for this uh, this team, huge. wasn't it? Absolutely huge boost. I think when the the lineup came out, uh, I I could even gauge it from the reaction of the fan base just on social media. Anyway, I think we we're all excited to see Clark. We were, we were all tentative with New, uh, Gomez being in the six, but I think we we're all understanding of the fact that Endo gave both of his hamstrings on Sunday, and he uh, he was not going to be able to do ninety minutes today. But uh, yeah, just seeing Nunes and Sobosly back on the bench obviously was a huge boost as well, and they both came on and made uh, an impact in the game. Uh, one particularly, obviously. Um, 
and you know comments will be comments will be made about uh, Gakpo, but you know we, we we can touch on that briefly if you want. But I think that is the best eleven we could have put out. And just a, a shout out to specifically Kelleher, Elliot, and Diaz because th- those lads have run more minutes in this last week than anyone else. It feels like Joe Gomez as well. Just incredible fitness levels to even be able to to compete today in the way they did. Absolutely. Uh, Shai says, we're going to win the league. Inshallah, you'll never walk alone. <laughs> a one Sav says, you'll never walk alone. Big up Sav, big up Sav. Keep the go. comments coming, guys. Get involved in the conversation. Yeah, I agree with you, Mike. Um, would I want Joe Gomez in the six in the future? No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. I never want to see it happen again, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, but with what we have and what we had available, obviously Endo not been given the, the green light to start, yep. which is fair enough. He's just come back. Um didn't really have much to, much other options, to be honest. And yeah, I just thought the team in the first half, I think I said it at half time, like, I don't think it's a terrible performance. It's no. just the chance creation and like the amount of chances that we're getting and the quality of the chances that's lacking. Um, and again, in the second half, we had the one where, um, obviously, the, the one that came off their keeper, there's the Vandasori and the keeper makes a great save. Um, and then they had the goal. But apart from that, didn't really test the keeper too much. Uh, mm-hmm. But somebody that did change the game, Mike, we don't know if it was offside or not. The liner didn't put his flag up, but let's base it on not being on, offside because, yep. you know, Kelleher wasn't to know that. Mm-hmm. Queven Kelleher, he's in for Allison. Obviously, we're here yesterday that Allison's got a long-term injury and um, he is probably going to miss most of the season now, which is, yeah. uh, it is a blow. I don't care how good Kelleher's been. It's no, of course, it's a huge blow. blow. Um, but Kelleher, he's not, you know, doing his chances any harm at the minute, is he? No, no, not at all. Listen, you know, big up Sav uh, for, for the comment. And he's completely right. It was it was a you know game-saving stop. Uh, and he, he's mm-hmm. produced a few of them. You know, he produced some outstanding work in the final. He did incredibly well, especially when we were under uh, under the cosh a little bit at the start against Southampton. He did brilliantly against Luton. Um, he he is just continually continuing to to develop, and I think you know run of form serves any player well. Uh, run of games rather serves any player well, but Keller specifically, I think um, even if you loved him, you love you know you're you're still surprised by just how, how good he's been. You know the biggest test of the season is coming up against City, of course. Um, so you know. You know, the defence is just as important when it comes to that game as well. But yeah, just consistently fantastic. You know, the the, the confidence for a defence starts with a keeper and he's he's done brilliantly to emanate uh, composure uh, around Canate and Van Dijk today. Very commanding of his box and it's exactly what you'd want. Yes, Sam, big up, bro. Exactly the feeling I have. We can't read it out loud because we're sponsored, but <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> what were your thoughts on Keller then? Come on. Very good. Very confident. I think he, you know, that was the... The thing that I looked at him, I thought he's great with his feet. He's a great shot stopper. Mm-hmm. But in like these big, tough away games, especially, what's his confidence like, especially when it's crunch time? And, you know, every single game is vital for us. You know, Ali, you never doubt his his confidence and his ability to step up in a big game. But Kelleher, of course, he's had the experience in the finals. But apart from that, you know, he's obviously had the run, I think, in um, other seasons gone by where Ali's obviously been injured as well. But, the thing for Kelleher that I would say is it was all about game time and rhythm and momentum and such important things for a football player. And especially if you're a goalkeeper and you're not playing for 95% of the, the season, you are going to make mistakes. And I was just thinking like, you know what? I've not given Kelleher, um, you know, this season gone by in some games. In fact, I have given Kelleher quite a bit of criticism in you know, like Europa League games where he's made like what I'd say is a mistake. But, 
I'm looking back now and thinking, I can't blame him because if you're just coming in for the odd game as a goalkeeper, you're not going to have that chance to just keep the, yeah. the rhythm and momentum. Now he's got that and you are seeing a huge difference in Cuevan Keller. You know, he is looking like a number one keeper. He's not playing like a backup goalkeeper at the minute. You know, you look at other teams like, say Man City, if they're without Edison, the drop-off to Ortega is immense. And I'm, I know, look, I'm not saying the drop-off from Alisson to Kelleher isn't, but what I am saying is, I think it's less of a transition for us, you know, when Kelleher, when Kelleher has to step in. If you didn't know, well, if you didn't watch Liverpool week in, week out, like if I said to me, Gran, what's a Liverpool match with me? She wouldn't say, oh, that's not your normal goalkeeper. She wouldn't have, no, you know what I mean? If you if you don't know, you wouldn't know that Kelleher yeah. isn't one goalkeeper at the minute. And ever since the final today, all these games where he's come in, he's done absolutely fantastic. And um, obviously, I think Nottingham Forest themselves actually wanted him in the summer and we had to fend off the interest for him. And you can see why, because finding another goalkeeper to sit behind the best in the world to that level and that ability, you're not going to find that on the market. And yeah, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. I'm absolutely buzzing that we managed to keep hold of him in the summer, Mike, because could you imagine using like a, a kid or dare I say Adrian in these moments? Yeah. I don't think we'd have the same confidence we have now, would we? No, not at all. Like, um, obviously everyone's getting their comments in regarding Kelleher now, but uh, he's, he's a special, special lad. Uh, he's a special, special lad for us at the moment. Uh, speaking of players, you know, playing well and getting the opportunity, I'd like to segue it to a player that's potentially not playing too well, but I think we've just got to give one minute to it, just a little commentary on it, see what your, your thoughts are. Regarding Gakpo, exactly as Isaac's put here, Gakpo isn't a striker. I love him and think he's a boss footballer, but shouldn't be played up top. I can see where you're coming from, Isaac. I, I share the sentiment. I think um, he's great when he's linking up play. He can hold the ball up really well. But, yeah, exactly. He just needs to step his game up. It, I think he plays better when he's got people to bounce off uh, in the forward line, when he's not the main man. Um at least at the moment, I, I've not seen anything that tells me he's comfortable being the main guy uh, in the front three. So disappointed uh, with his performance today. I thought he was selfish in moments. Um, I thought he was lackluster in others. But I listen, you know, his work rate was still very good. And he, you can tell he's trying, you know, it's not for a lack of effort. So um, by no means give up on him for those listening that aren't happy with Gakpo today. I'd say by no means give up on him. But he's currently down the pecking order. When Nunes, Salah, Jota, you know, Diaz are firing the way they are, as they were before some got injured, you know, Gakpo's got to look around and, and see that uh, his position is certainly under threat when people come back for it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think you're spot on. I think it's it's obvious he needs to up his game a bit and he, he needs to sort himself out. And I think, like you said, the decision-making side of it today, I think there was that one moment, wasn't there, where I think Nunes laid it off to him and, Elliot and Nunes made a run and instead of trying to find one of them, he, he goes for a goal and he was never going to score from there. Um, but yeah, I, I think Gakpo, I think he's a great, great player to have around. You know, he's versatile. He can play. People won't like to admit it. He can play through the middle if needed. He can play down the left. He's even played in midfield for us this season. Um, but yeah, he does need to up his game. He does need to improve. Is he going to be, like you say, for one of the first attackers on the team sheet when everyone's fit? No, he's not. Um, do we need him now? Yes, we do, because we don't have Jota, we don't have Salah. I'm pretty confident when Salah's back next week for Man City, touch wood, it will be Nunes, Diaz, Salah, and then Gakpo yeah. will be back on the bench. So I, I agree with what you're saying as well. He, he works hard, he tries hard. It's just the end product sometimes. The decision-making is not there. Um, but I did a tweet before the game because I saw a segment from Sky where he was talking about rejecting Man United for Liverpool. I was like, people have short memories because everyone's calling him crap. We don't win the Carabao Cup without Gakpo's goals. He scored the most goals in the Carabao Cup. 
um, which I've always said I'll never look down on the Carabao Cup, even when we weren't winning trophies. I've kept my same energy in the League Cup. Yeah, I might have changed it slightly when United won it last season. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but it's an important trophy. Like when when you yeah. want to win trophies, when you want to get into that momentum of a title charge, winning that does absolutely no harm. And in mm-hmm. fact, it only boosts your chances and confidence. So yeah. Pope winning that, incredible. Yes, he needs to sort himself out. He needs to get the consistency back. And I'm sure he will. You know, he's a Liverpool player. He's got potential. He's got the talent. He just needs to to get it down on um, on you know, on the pitch and you've just thrown me off there a minute, but um, yeah, the Maca card is a custom card. Um, that's, you can get custom cards on the site as well. Um, obviously you've got the Salah gold card there and you've got a, a Virgil van Dijk team of the year card. The McAllister one is a custom card. I believe we did, we did a giveaway with that card right at the start when yeah. we, we joined up with your foot card. Um, and it was sort of like a celebration card for Maca signing for us. So yeah, it's not actually on FIFA, but you can or you could have ordered the card. I don't know if it's still there now. Yeah. But, also, uh, big up to you, bro, because you've got the sharpest jawline I've ever seen. My God, his picture. Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> Bro's been mewing. Um, listen, uh, move, <laughs> moving on with it, we're away from Gakpo, away from the negativity, the game. We know how the first half went. It wasn't entertaining. It wasn't highlight worthy. A good save, for, a couple of good saves from Kelleher. Uh, a couple of moments where we felt like we could have done more. I thought McAllister created a few really good moments with his balls in behind. Brilliant. He hasn't got a really good movement, but we couldn't finish it off. Second half, specifically what I want to ask you about, Ben, is second half when the subs come on initially. Uh, exactly. We're getting on to that very shortly, mate, so stick around and leave a like. But initially when those subs come on, there was a there was a five to ten minute period where we couldn't really get our foot on the ball. Forrest began to develop a little bit of pressure, getting into good positions. Alanga had a wonderful chance, which he put just should wide. Have yeah, he should have scored. At that moment, what were your thoughts in that moment? Like, were you feeling the nerves at this point? Did you yeah. think this could be it? I think that's when I did start to think this one might be a step too far because the pace they had on their attack and on the counter, and obviously we're pushing everyone forward to get the goal. They're in, and like I say. Elanga, it was relief when he when he dragged that wide. It's because of how crap he is. Obviously, he's at United. He was crap there as well. Um, <laughs> the, the kid don't know the offside rule. I remember last season we played against Forest. He was offside every time he touched the ball. And then, obviously, he gets a, a moment today where they should have won the game. And, um, again, it was just relief, mate, that we'd got away with that chance. I think leading up to that, though, I, I know you said it was like a five, ten-minute spell. I thought we actually did okay. I thought Virgil van Dijk, you know, not many people have spoken about him. He was absolutely faultless today. And if it wasn't for Alexis McAllister, mm-hmm. my man of the match is Virgil van Dijk because he was just, he was tremendous. There was that moment Fantastic. in the first half where they put a ball in and he just casually heads it back to the goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, and it's these games, it's these moments where you need your, your captain to step up and lead by example. And once again, Virgil van Dijk, absolutely faultless today. But um, yeah, in that little spell, I thought, you know what, if we just ride this out, get some subs on the pitch, um, and you know, just get that goal really, which we all felt would come at some point. Um, and it did. But just before we do get on to that, Mike, I just want to ask you your thoughts on the midfield. Obviously, I know you're gonna talk talk on McAllister because cool. that's what you love to do. You do it every single time we go live. Uh, I'm rightfully <laughs> so, by the way. I'm about to say, rightfully so. <laughs> I think I've got every right to. And you know what, Ben? I'll take this I, I do have this as well, to be fair. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you were you were right there with me. You were right there with, with me when we signed McAllister and we were both saying the same thing. His performance today, there were moments where, I let, listen, I'm not going to beat around the bush. There was yeah, it was a bit sloppy there. at some points, yeah. yeah. Without, yeah. without a doubt. I think there, were, there was, he looked a little bit lethargic for a good five, ten minute period. 
There was moments where Nunes bolted in behind and he tried to play it short. It was decision-making was off. I think that went for the whole team. But in terms of dictating tempo, retaining possession, threading the ball between the lines, again, he stood out. He just, to get him for 35 mil, and that's a great comment by by uh, the jawline fella right there, saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call him that. Maka is a steal, really. Caicedo, 35 mil, Maka, 120. I couldn't agree more. I think you're seeing just, for me, you're seeing just the start of what Maka uh, can do at Liverpool. I think he'll be here for a very long time. And I think he'll be very instrumental in all our success while he's here. His fitness levels are fantastic. I know he had a, a bit of a an injury at one point, which kept him out. But you rarely see him just disappear for a niggle uh, for a couple of games. He's always present in there. He sets the tone. He sets the tempo. And he goes. He's, he, he resembles what it means to be a Liverpool player in a lot of ways. It's the 98th minute. He cuts it back wonderfully, by the way, using his right foot to set his left foot up to then send the ball into the box. I don't believe he's seen Nunes. I think he has just seen a bunch of purple. Yeah, he's just got to get it in the right area. Yeah. But it's still a phenomenal delivery. And, you know, obviously we know how well Nunes did. But that was a standard McAllister performance. You know, he stepped up against, uh, I think it was Luton with the corners. And, the, you know, he got two assists against Luton. He has another assist here. This is, a, you know, a statement performance again. Or a statement moment again from McAllister. And I think when we get to the end of the season, the highlight reel of, of that man is going to be oh. up there with the very best because he's just so, so graceful on the ball. Absolutely top drawing. Mm. I think everyone's in the leagues looking around and asking their scouting department, why did Liverpool ever free run at him? Mm. Well, I'll, I'll give my opinion on that as well. But just before that, Ethan says, order me a Mac <laughs> purple kit after the game. Well, hold that thought because whilst you're at it, you can also order um, this beautiful McAllister illustration from yourfootcard.com. And if you use Throw TNT on at checkout, you get 15% off. Uh, I don't have the McAllister one, but I do have the Egyptian King one. It is unbelievable quality on the back. Oh, that's really metallic you can go on your wall i don't know why it's not on my wall yet it is going to go on that back wall at some point but i don't have the um the attachments to put it on but yeah really really good quality 25 pound on the site if you use tt pod you do get 15 percent off mike what's 15 percent off 25 10 percent it's so much it's so much that i can't even do the math <laughs> that's how much it is so ethan when you go buy that kit which you have done go get that as well mate this is a sales like, pitch is it like two pound 50 or something Honestly, mate, I've got an English degree, not a maths. I'm not going to be able to help you. <laughs> it's a lot. But listen, yeah, McAllister obviously was outstanding. Stephen, you've made a great comment there regarding Van Dijk and Canate setting new standards for defensive work. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think just the way we've all come together as fans is, there you go. <laughs> well done, Ethan. Um, but I think the, the way the fans have reacted to this game, you know, it's a relief. You can feel the relief within the fan base because we all know that in regards of, the, the, how thin the squad is. I mean, we had Clark, Jaden Dans, Bradley, Kelleher all on the pitch today. You, you know, mm. that we were leaning on the youth um, throughout this game again. And I know for, you know, rival fans will cry about us talking about it now because I, I know they're fed up with it, but I don't care. To, to utilise the squad the way we have done over the last couple of weeks and to get the results that we have is, is very much unheard of. And it's something that, you know, is a credit to everyone involved from the coaching staff at every level and, you know, to Klopp for trusting the players and also for the senior players around to not be shy from, from giving the ball to them. And yeah, Joe Lyons pulled out the bag there again with Endo. I mean, what, what do you think of Endo's performance? Yeah. Endo, I said to my brother, he's like our little dog. Like you just wind him up and you're like, go on Endo, go get him, get him. <laughs> and it's like, he just, 
goes and runs on the pitch and just smashing everyone. There was one moment where he gave the ball away. I was like, oh, Endo, come on, you're better than that. Second minute, he just smashed the player and won the ball back and we're on the attack again. And it's just like... The, the amount of nonsense that was going around. And I, I'm not going to lie, I hold my hands up. We were doing a stream when that came breaking news. Fabricio Romano, exclusive. Yeah. Liverpool looking to sign. And I remember my reaction. It was not good. I never wrote him off. I remember at the end of the stream, we all said, yeah. look, we don't know about Endo. We don't know who he is. We don't know how good he is. But Klopp likes him. The club like him. There must be yeah. something there. Let's at least give him the chance. Let's at least give him some time. And that was the best thing we ever did, give him the time. Because even the first couple of months, people were still saying the nonsense. He's Arthur Mello 2.0. Certain content creator did this whole piece saying, Konnichiwa, and it's like, where are you now? You're not on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. There's, a lot, listen, there's a lot of people like that. I can't wait for the day he comes back on Twitter so I can at him and say, oh, what are you saying about Endo now? Um, but, yeah, just go back to McAllister as well, just briefly. You said, I think you made a point, why did we get a free one at him? I think he just wanted this club. I think he just had yeah. a brain. And I've said this before, of all the players that went to Chelsea, Caicedo, oh, he wants the project. Nonsense. He wants no, a bigger no. wallet. Same yeah. with Romeo Lavia. Don't give a damn. You lot deserve what you get. You signed for that club for the paycheck. You deserve to be 10th place celebrating wins. Did they win today? I can't even remember. They, I, think I, I, I think they drew today. The, the Lavia one, in fairness, I, I'll always have empathy for because I think we made him no. feel like second choice. But that is what it is. Yeah, We're not fair enough, about, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But we, listen, but, um, we'll move on from that. Yeah, Maka, I think, I said it on a space just before we came on here, mate. If he was at any other club, if he was at Man City, if he was at Barcelona, oh. I'd be saying he's world class. So yeah. right now, I've gone past the stage where Maka's a great player, Maka's top class. For 35 million, the price you pay for Maka, he is world class for yeah. what he's doing right now. We're, we're, I don't without care. a doubt. Well, yeah. listen, the um, position we're in now, yeah, no, We'll, we'll talk about the final part of the game here and then let's look forward uh, and then we'll wrap this up. And everyone that's watching right now, make sure you're retweeting, you're liking, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel where there is content there and there'll be always more content. So make sure you're transferring over. I want to see you guys over there too. But yeah, see, that's how you got to do this thing when you're building you go, a platform. Mate. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, listen, like, coming up to that that moment, 90th minute, eight minutes added on, uh, a friend of mine that, that's texting me during the game goes, I don't know where we've got eight minutes from. I know who it was. Said yeah. in the space. I yeah, was texting yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, she's texting me saying, listen, I, I don't, you got eight minutes. It should have been more. Da, 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 da. That person completely gave up, by the way. So I don't want to hear them talking about anything. And I'll be reminding them of that. Um, But yeah, listen, you, you get to that moment. I think we didn't really have any sustained pressure in the second half. I think that was something that we really struggled to do. But we seem to finally get it right at the end. Canate goes down at one end, head injury. Ref rightfully blew the whistle. I know the Wolves, uh, the, the not Forest, not Forest fans weren't happy with that. It's protocol. You've got to do it with head injury. We get up. We move the ball forward. We win the corner. Corner delivery isn't ideal. It comes out to Simakas. He take, he composes himself as a shot. Comes out McAllister onto his left, whips it in. Nunes scores a minute past the final whistle. I mean, you, you can't write scripts like this, can you? No, you can't, Mike. But I've seen Forest fans. I know some Forest fans because that I am from. Uh, that is the city I'm from, and they're in group chats now, crying, "Cry me a bloody river!" You, you literally wasted so much time. Like he's yeah. obviously going to add it on. That's what they have to do. There's yeah. going to be eight minutes added on. If you waste four of it, you get them, or you're supposed to get. Not every referee does it, to be fair, but you're supposed to get those four minutes back. And yeah. that was absolutely fair today. I don't see why there's this thing about. Taylor or whatever, and we're all no, first to call us out. And I know, it. It, it yeah, works. if it, it works, works. Like, all the things, but, yeah, 
You know what I mean? But like you do the maths, all the subs were used. They went down with the, they keep went down with the head injury after Dan's was far too enthusiastic. That alone there was <laughs> no, that was brilliant. I'm all for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm listen, all I'm, for that. I'm all for it as long as someone doesn't get concussed. And it, it was a little bit too aggressive, but he got the yellow card and you move forward. But you got the eight minutes there. But within that eight minutes, two Forest players go down and we're down for a while. Then Canate was down. That's where the extra time came from. And it's yeah, it's not like it was a ludicrous amount of time. It was the correct minute, and then we scored. So then an extra minute was added because of the celebration of it. So, and yeah, listen, Jawline's correct. It's 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 the kind of script wrote for Premier League champions. But we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here, do we? Or do we? Do we want to just run with it at this? We want to get ahead of ourselves. Why not? We've got clock for what <laughs> two or three months now. Let's get ahead of ourselves, Mike. Let's get excited. Someone mentioned it just then about a parade. Let's do it. Even if there's no no more trophies to come, I don't care. We will yeah. give it. But anyway, this is um a bit of a uh, showing off. Obviously, it was obvious. I think anybody could see this. To be fair, so I think we all wrote this. Bro, I put a bet one on hour ago. Well, think... Darwin Ompies, and then my very next tweet, Darwin Afinunas. Um, but we'll just finish on this. Um, I think that it's obvious what Darwin can do. We've seen it before. Newcastle is the obvious one, but there's been games where, okay, fine, it's not worked, it's not clicked, but we are a far better team with Darwin Nunes on the pitch. We just are. He had a couple more chances today, um, but I just feel like we have that threat. There's always that goal, um, goal threat when he's there. And Mike, that is a proper number nine goal, isn't it? There's obviously when we move from Bobby Firmino to a more like traditional. I know he's not necessarily traditional number nine, but he's more so than Firmino, but. Um, that was a proper number nine's goal. That is what you yeah. want to see your number nine do. And ultimately, mate, w- when you number nine scores those kind of goals, I don't care how much you paid for him. Yeah, you do, I, I, I don't care. And people change the number. They say 85. We didn't pay 85 for him. That is what it is. But listen, the the, the header he scores is not an easy header at all. Like It's not an easy header. To get the power he generates on, because it's a, the ball's floated in at head height. Darwin generates all the power. The direction is fantastic. Um, and it's not an easy finish. And you can just obviously, you see the passion in the, in the winner. But he only, I really do believe he's getting better and better as the season goes on in terms of his all-round performance. There is a consistent improvement. But there you go. Just like Ian's, Ian Starr has said, a great comment, mate. You know, he's he's under he's underestimated in a lot of ways. You know, most assists, 14 goals. It's a good turnaround. You know, it's, it's he's 20, I think it's now 24 uh, goal contributions, maybe twenty. Someone correct me. How many goal contribution uh, uh, contributions? Sorry, he's got this season, but I, I believe it's twenty four or twenty five. And um, so yeah, it's just absolutely fantastic. Uh, there's a lad in the comments called Harrison. Shout out, shout out to you, mate. Hope you're doing well. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's absolutely outstanding. So just just going forward, if he continues the trajectory he's on, I, you know, he becomes our our star man in the front line for the next few seasons, which is what I think he was brought in to do. So you end up getting the, um, you get the value for money that you were looking for. And if he keeps popping up with winners like that, you can't complain. No. And the winner, just closing on this, Mike, we'll just talk about the league and where we are right now and what we think can happen going forward. It obviously keeps our four point cushion of Man City. Obviously they've got to play United and look, would be foolish to expect United to do anything, but stranger things have happened in football. (laughs) <laughs> At least my all we can do right now is do our job. And since the Arsenal defeat, as you can see, the Red Cross, that is the Arsenal game. Ever since that, it's win, 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 win. No matter if it's a rookie like Jaden Dan's on the pitch, if it's somebody's experiences with Toro Rendo on the pitch, 
at the minute, this team is finding a way to win football matches. And ultimately, at the end of the season, when the ribbons are put on the Premier League trophy, that is all that's going to matter, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, nail on the head right there. You look at the next couple of games, you know, Arsenal have got Sheffield United on Monday. Fully expect them to turn them over. That could be 3-5 now. 3-5 and then City v United tomorrow. As much as we'd all love United to do something and react after their result against Fulham, I've watched United enough over the last few years where I don't get my hopes up, as I'm sure no United fan does. Um, so, like, you know, I, I've got a few friends of mine that are United fans. They, they aren't looking forward to this game. They all think they'll be turned over. So, yeah, it's it's on us. You know, we, we've got Europa League on Thursday. I expect and anticipate, a, you know, a fully rotated side. Kelleher probably start. Obviously, I think Kelleher starts. One of Van Dijk and Canate has to start. Probably see Gomez and Simakas as your fullbacks just to rotate for Sunday because we need a very, very fresh squad on Sunday and we need the fans to turn up at Anfield, which they always do, but we need it to be a toxic atmosphere for City on Sunday. And then, you know, you've got Salah coming back, you'll have Nunes back, um, you'll have Sobersly, a week of training under his belt, McAllister, Endo, a week of training under their belts without playing, so they'll be fresh. Just got to go for it. You beat City, Arsenal got a tough game uh, next, uh, next weekend as well. So, just got to keep pushing. It's game by game. After City, it's the 10-game running. And I think that's where us as fans will really start to feel um, mm. the classic nerves that we've all been through before. But, if uh, we're top of the league, Mike, and I've said a lot to you this season about this, uh, if no. we are top of the league after Manchester City, right, which we will, I think, we probably will regardless. Regard- regardless yeah. how we would be. Yeah. Unless, um, well, if, sorry. Okay, Arsenal let me next, change this then. Let me change this. Arsenal win next yeah, if we beat Manchester City next week and we're still without certain key players, just get those red ribbons out. That's all I'm saying. Just get them out. Get it prepared. Liverpool City Council, whatever you need to do to put these preparations for this pr- pr- uh, parade into place, get them done, right? Because that there is no way, I'm telling you right now, if we beat Man City on the back of this, maybe this is what it's all been building up to. Winning all these games with these kids. Maybe Man City is the game that they've just been gearing up for because they know this game, and this is a bold statement, this could define the Jurgen Klopp era at Liverpool. And I'm not saying if we don't win the Premier League, Jurgen Klopp's era is tarnished. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is if he leaves the club with the Premier League this season, despite all the crap PGMOL decisions, all the apologies they've made to us, all the injuries we've had, then, wow, what a team. It will be one of the greatest yeah. Premier League wins of all time. But of course, Mike, like you said, and I am trying to just be clear here, Jurgen Klopp did say yesterday in his press conference that he only looks at all the competitions when he's asked about them. But for him and the players, it is one game at a time. One like you said, I'm expecting the likes of McConnell, Bobby Clark, whatever to go again. And then the first team, like I say, hopefully Mo Salah will be back. Dom Soboslai and Endo fit to yep. start game with Darwin Nunes. We beat them and then we take it from there. But Mike, have you got any closing thoughts on how Liverpool are going to win this week before we go and meet? <laughs> if you can't be excited, what is the point in supporting this club? No, I respect it. Listen, I respect it. And I'm sure a lot of people in the comments section and those watching share the same thoughts as you. I think I'll always approach it pragmatically in the sense that... I think you're Europa... worried about people clipping you. I think that's what it is. No, I you know what? It's um, not, it's, get it's, me it's... those engagements. <laughs> See, that's that's the right way of thinking about it. No, for me, it's I'm, I'm more just cautious. I think I, I remember specifically when I got scarred during during the quad charge season. 
And I've not yeah. been the same since. I really have not been the same <laughs> in terms enough. of how I view Liverpool since. Um, all the title races for that matter. If if we manage to get three points against City on Sunday, I'm still waiting for Arsenal to drop points. As much as people just go, it's, I know, listen, at Liverpool and Arsenal share one thing in common, and that's that we both think the other team isn't in the title race. It's quite funny to what we don't share in common, European Cups. Yeah, on, listen, there you go. But, you know, Arsenal fans don't believe Liverpool are in it. Liverpool fans don't believe Arsenal are in it. I think it's a, it's a game of chicken at the moment with them. I know we're ahead of them by a, a fair amount of points at the moment. I know they've got a game in hand where they can close the gap. I'm waiting for Arsenal to join. Uh, hello? Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's the thing. I'm waiting for Arsenal to drop points at the moment. I'm seeing where they will drop them. They've got a couple of games coming up. I think it's at the very back end of the season where Arsenal, for me, would blink. And that's where they've got Spurs. They've got Everton. Um, I think they've got Villa. Those are the games I look at and I go, hmm. They also, also have City. So they're, they're, they've got a quite a tough run in Arsenal. With City, we just expect them to win every game, bar the ones when they play us. If we get to... <sighs> Try and remember our schedule. If we get to the out through to the semi-finals of the Europa League, and we still have won all our Premier League games up to that point, I'll be uncontrollable with how obnoxious I'll be because I'll believe it's in. I believe it's there, but at this point, I'm still chilling because the injuries we've had, just the injuries are on that alone. You just you just got to take it game by game. Klopp said it best. This country, as wonderful as it is for football, it's not set up to win the four trophies. It is not set up set up for a club to win the quad. It is now impossible to do so um, in just in terms of fixture congestion. So we'll see how we get on. Uh, I can already see it now. If we did do it, the City fans would call it a dirty quad and it wouldn't count because it was Europa League, not the Champions League. So that would be funny. But um. We'll see how it goes. Next game is Europa League. Make sure you guys tune in for that because we'll 100% be doing something for that. And then, of course, we'll have the build-up for the City game. So make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow Ben for all your updates and you know the rest. Check out yourfootcard.com as well. Link in the description. And guys, we'll probably be here Friday because um, obviously Europa League will finish around 10 p.m. Um, so yep. we'll probably just do it Friday evening. Round up everything, all the Liverpool news, the Liverpool resort against Sparta Prague and uh, take it from there. So smash the like button. Make sure you've got your notifications on on Twitter and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.